0: This is Dad, I'd Like to Friend. I'm your host, Kevin Seldon, and welcome to another DILF Quick Hit. In our last episode, we discussed a lot about empowerment and martyrdom in the home. But I realized after that we left something out. And it's one of the biggest ways that one can handicap their partner, even with the best of intentions. Let's dive in. (laughs) Have you ever heard your co-parent arguing with your child so you butt in to say, listen to your mother or do what your father says? Maybe you're the one having the disagreement with your child when your co-parent interrupts. Was it a sweet gesture? Possibly. Was it helpful in getting the job done and helping to move the situation along? Potentially. Was it empowering? Hell no. Trust me, I was the one who was doing the intervening. I mean, I've done it far too many times. And I thought I was helping. I was supporting my partner. I was showing love. I was having my partner's back. But ultimately, I believe what I was actually doing was dismissing my co-parent's power in front of our child. And how are they supposed to get the job done on their own if I'm in there handicapping them at the moment they need to push through most? I mean, it could be excruciating to sit and listen to your co-parent and your child arguing a room away when you know that a simple word from you could potentially help the situation. And it may even frustrate your co-parent in that moment that you aren't coming to help out. But that feeling will not remain once they find their own way through to the other side. Because that feeling will be replaced with a sense of confidence and connection with their child. You know, my wife can be stubborn at times. Who can't? But one time we were having a disagreement about something and because I knew she would not listen to me, I decided to write an article for the Huffington Post in order to let my side be heard in a way that never called her out directly. So when she read the article, she said, "Um, this is about us. (laughs) And she was right. The article was about the concept of waves in the ocean. And how many times we are scared of those waves and we hesitate in tackling them. And sometimes in the middle of tackling those waves, we go back to the shore and give up. But each time we do it makes it that much more difficult to push back out into the ocean. And if we just push through those waves and get to the other side, the ocean is quite calm. And it's a very similar situation with a co-parent that's struggling with their child. You can come and save the day, but the problem is you're putting them back on the shore and it makes it that much more difficult for them to go back out and tackle those waves. And in truth, I was mostly attempting to move the situation along, to ease tension. But I also think deep down that there was a part of me that liked the ego boost that enjoyed the feeling that I was capable of saving the day. I think we as parents do that a lot without realizing it. We assign some area or role as ours in the home. And we throw doubt at our co-parent or sometimes even other parents when they show signs of infringing on our territory. In my case, I feel like I've always wanted to be a dad. I I am a good dad. It's honestly one of those roles I feel like I was meant to play. So what does it say about me if I'm not the best at it? But at the end of the day, we're all human, and we're all works in progress. And it's important for our kids to see that. And what if allowing our partners the space to find their own way through a problem allows an opportunity for the partner who would traditionally intervene to take some much-needed time for themselves, for self-care, to reset and then allow your partner the same courtesy. I mean, what if we were to allow the space for others to soar? What if the more people soaring means more support for us when we face a temporary setback? And let's face it, the more one feels supported, the easier life is when it comes to tackling tricky moments. So the better our relationship with our co-parent, the happier our home. And what if each parent soaring independently means a healthier home with more engagement, less tension, and more joy? I'm not saying that it's going to be easy I'm not saying that it's not going to be excruciating during those moments. But if you discuss this with your partner in advance and then attempt to allow the space for your partner to push through, or if you're on the other end of it, attempt to not get irritated when your partner doesn't come to your rescue and intervene. Because you might just discover that when you allow the space for each of you to find your own way, There's something magical on the other side. Thank you for listening. As many of you know, this podcast began as a labor of love from one parent with a desire to build the support network I so sorely lacked when I first entered the world of parenting. But the only way to continue to build that support network is with your help. So if you felt connected to any part of today's episode, please consider sharing it or writing a review. And as always, we invite you to join in on the conversation by visiting us on Instagram at DILF Podcast. Until next time. (laughs)